Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Um, fuck you. Fuck you. Old Carolina Jackpot Hall. And fuck you. Who next? The Rob and Kale podcast. Let's go. And welcome into the Rob and Kale podcast. My name is Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. You know, someone asked me about that opener. And there are times when I, I come to sit down to do this podcast there, Mr. Uh, Carolina Jackpot. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not quite feeling it tonight. I just maybe, maybe I'm just like not quite there. But I came home this evening and a couple of good things happened. First of all, Big Barney Ross sent me a box of stuff with everything from Rolaids to, to, I'm not joking, green tea, a Yeti sticker, and this fine Nebo Sweeney hat, as he calls it. So that brightened your day a little bit. And then I play that fine intro where I tell everyone to basically uh, where to go. And then I get to talk to my friend in the upstate who just told me that he has an absolutely great video that's going to drop on this channel later on tonight at some point. And I, so I'm like, how in the world can I complain about anything? My life is pretty fucking good right now. And I get to do the show with uh, the number one Gamecock YouTuber on the planet, Mr. Carolina Jackpot. Kale, how are you, sir? I'm doing great tonight, Rob. I, I can only hope that you are as well. Um, yeah, guys, I really wanted to uh, premiere something for you this evening, but uh, probably came up about 20 minutes shy of being able to do so. But I want to give it a little sneak peek at, 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 at part of it here, hopefully. Uh, this will download, and I can uh, message uh, just a little clip from this over to Mr. Sanders, and hopefully he can figure out how to play this little three-minute clip on the channel. But I can do that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, all of our teams have had good times. Some have had mediocre times, and some have bad times. Well, the Gamecocks, we've had some bad times in the past, and uh, you know, I just thought I would uh, kind of go through. Through the years, you've always let me down. I thought you'd turn my life around, but you just made me look like a clown. Through the years. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's happened. So um, I thought I would chronicle some of that. And, uh, you know, back in, you know it, it, it's easy to point out, like, monumental uh, losses or wins in a program's history. To be a true fan, it's a true fan. Uh, you've got to know some shit. Um, so uh, yeah, Carolina Jackpot knows his shit. He remembers his shit, and he knows where to find shit. And uh, I did a lot of that. Well, virtual kale has uh, something we need to add to that. I like to bookmark and pinpoint different events in my life by by a Gamecock loss. It's like a it's like a timeline of suck. Uh huh. Uh -huh. It's it's kind of true. Uh, folks over there mocking my hat. This is a Nebo flashlight hat. Don't be jealous. I thought that. it was in one of those old uh, Make America Great hats again. <laughs> Whatever. No. It's a it's a Nebo flashlight hat. And and you know old Peg and Megan over there. We learned today on the rundown that his favorite drink is Zima with uh, some cherry juice in it. And the, he can't wear this hat because his skinny jeans won't allow it. I mean, that's just basically what it boils down to. 
Yeah, I just so, sent you a three-minute video I don't, I, to your phone. I don't know if you can figure out a way to play that or not. Yeah, on here. Give me a second. You're you're, oh, you're smarter than that than me. He's the producer. He's the yeah. he's the Tony he's the Tony Schiavone of the duo. I'm the Jr. I, I thought okay, that works for me. I I can I can uh, I can make that work. Yeah, you can be. Uh, the, I'm gonna send it to. Yeah, I got. I'll, I'll make it work. Like I said, the Tony Schiavone. I'm the good old Jr. I thought that you were. Uh, I thought you were like uh, a better version of Conrad Thompson. I didn't know you could get better than Conrad Thompson, but okay. Uh, anyway, all right. Well, we're going to. I'm going to try to bring this up here in a little bit. Uh, Eric says Zima is super sprite. It's also taking Megan's favorite drink. But he doesn't want it unless, unless there's some of that uh, that cherry shit in it. <coughs> See his drink. You let them know exactly what he's drinking. <coughs> Jackpot's choking over there on the damn program. Oh, the wife says it's grenadine. Yeah, he likes grenadine in his stuff. All oh, of them yeah. get together with the grenadine. That's what it is. I don't know what the cherry stuff is. She's I, look, it's Peg and Megan's favorite drink, honey. We have a listener that loves it. Peg and Megan loves that shit. It's his favorite drink. We found that out on the program today. You know what else we found out on the program today? An 11 year NFL veteran. A man who's coached in college, high school, and in the pros <clears throat> says the Tennessee offense is a gimmick offense. It's not just me. Sorry, Tennessee fans. Ron Kirkland says it's a damn gimmick offense, and that's exactly what it is. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Because uh, Billy asked that today, and yeah, <laughs> offense. But anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar. And I always knew that old tater was good for something. That's right. All right, and then uh, jackpot. I tell you what, I have got, I have got. Uh, I'm loading up this movie now. It's downloading, and I tell you what, why don't we uh, talk about Callaways for a second? Go by there, get yourself some of the uh, some retro video games, some uh, great food, all kinds of good stuff at Callaways Bar and Grill, Highway One in Lexington, or excuse me, in West Columbia. I also, Callaways. Bar, yeah, diagonal from Walmart. Buy, uh, go to callawaysbarandgrill.com. You can order your food for takeout and everything else. Um, we also have story time with Uncle Jackpot. Uh, these are uh, <laughs> Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport. Um, Jackpot, tell us a story in a minute, and then we're going to uh. We're going to watch. Okay. Uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. We are a women's basketball school. We're also a lacrosse school. We have issues. We think we're a football school. We are not. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. <clears throat> Message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC, <coughs> and Transport. Speaking of uh, Walmart, uh -huh. when I was on the way home on um, Friday from work, uh, out there, and uh, well, I was in actually Whiteville, North Carolina. I know everybody knows what that is, huh? Um, <laughs> no, but White, Whiteville, wait a minute, is will that get us canceled that you were in Whiteville, North Carolina? I hope not. 
anyway, um, but but when I come through Columbia, about that time, about that four to four thirty time on Fridays, the the traffic's always plugged up on twenty six. So I always get like fuck that, you know, and I'm gonna go around it. So I, I got on uh, Broad River Road off of I twenty and was gonna go sh- shoot straight across and then get up back on twenty six up there. And I noticed I went by what appeared to be, I couldn't tell if it was a closed down Walmart neighborhood market on the left or if it was a new Walmart neighborhood market that wasn't open. You know where I might be talking oh, about? Are you talking about on Broad River? Yeah. Yeah, They that was a Walmart that was opened and they basically said, fuck it, we're closing it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean... They, uh, that Walmart essentially killed Dutch Square Mall, basically, and they just decided, I guess it wasn't making enough money. I have no I, clue. I know there's a Walmart, uh, there, there was a Walmart on Bush River Road right there by the interstate, a super center, and it's closed. Yeah. Yep. They, that, but, the other one on Broad River, they closed it too, but I heard, I heard they closed the town, one on Bush River Road because of, of, of theft. Yeah. It's pretty fucking yeah. bad for closing a damn Walmart because of theft. I mean, all of them have theft. Good gosh. We got one in Greenville on White Horse Road, which is the trashiest part of town, and it's been there forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to read Peg and Megan's comment here. Don't forget there was a UGA player officially indicted on rape charges. Go ahead and get it out of the way. Well, congratulations. You're you're like tied for the lead in arrest in the offseason with Florida, and uh, you still lead the conference in rape charges. I mean, this is Georgia football. I can't help you. What, what, what do you What do you want from me, dude? I have no clue. This this happens every year. You guys should uh, get some players there that you should coach them up. Don't get arrested and don't be raping anybody. This is a cultural problem in Georgia. Every, I'm, not, I'm not joking. This happens every year. I want to have some class. Kind of shit. Yeah, have some fucking class down there. You guys need to understand that. You you obviously don't. And I know that. Oh, well, we won the national title. Yeah, you did, but. I mean, your coaches had to beat guys off from raping people. You're like Baylor. You have a rape culture down there. You need to fix it, sir. Anyway, anyway so what, what he's brought up there on the screen isn't anywhere really close to being done. Um, it mm-hmm. doesn't have an intro or an outro done to it yet. Um, but yeah. this is kind of the meat of it, and you can kind of see what it is. I just went back and I just found clips uh, and added my own little twist to embarrassing Gamecock uh, moments, performances, uh, maybe even in wins, actually, uh, over the years. Now, hopefully, there's oh, good sound that? of that and you can hear it. Yeah, I've got it right here. And uh, let me make sure that uh, – hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reopen it here and make sure that it, we're not playing the um, – do it the right way one second but uh elijah allen's comment is a good point clear eyes full heart don't rape very good sir i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna download that upload it to the channel um when it's complete maybe in a few days so all right give me just a second here jackpot let me what i do with it (laughs) where is it oh here we go and all right and then we should be able to share it i didn't know we were doing this otherwise i would have had it queued up but it's coming up right now all right nope we're good all right so there you go let me get rid of his comment there and jackpot i'm gonna make this full screen here people can enjoy it 
and then we'll play it. This is Jackpot's newest creation here. Here we go. Still looking for his first touchdown against Clemson University. One out from the right flat. And Underwood. No one will catch it. Willie Underwood, and this time it's going to be a touchdown. And to their lead on McCall's touchdown run late in the game. The Young Tigers had scored a great upset. And the bowl bound Gamecocks left Death Valley a Oh, Jesus. Fuck, that game hurt. Fuck! Jackpot, the, 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 the toughest highlight there, in my opinion, was the Navy highlight. Because <laughs> that, 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 no, I'm just saying, like, um, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Clemson fan, but I, I can... People that were around then and can understand how good that South Carolina team was. Holy fucking shit. The fact that you lost that game. <clears throat> I mean, wow. Uh, that, and that Navy was, just, was like, they were three, five, and two. They were playing with their, th they had a, a, they had a running back named Napoleon McCallum, who was actually like a dark horse Heisman trophy candidate. Well, he'd broken his leg. So there went their hopes for the season. And then their second string running back was hurt. 
So they're on the third string running back, which, you know, of course for Navy, you know, is the whole offense. I think they're on the second string quarterback. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they were just a, a, a shell of a team and uh, were horrible. And uh, we well, went on the road and lost to them 38-21. Actually, we're trailing – and we were undefeated, right? Number two, 9-0, and lose uh, 38-21 on the road at Navy. Actually, we were losing 38-7 to in the fourth quarter. So, that score – the final yeah. score was not indicative of how much of a blowout it really was. Well, on that team was Mike Hold, who uh, who played in the NFL. Um, you also had uh, Raynard Brown was your one of your running backs. Uh, Chris Corley was another guy who played in the NFL, was one of your tight ends. Del Wilkes, the Patriot, was on that yep. fucking team. Was James Seawright uh, was yeah. a linebacker, was all-American. Hey, good. You had the Patriot. By God, you had America on that fucking team. Yeah, and yeah. your ass. Kent Haygood was a running back. He didn't play in that game. He'd broken his leg too um, earlier in the season. Thomas Dindy was a running back. Um, yeah, I mean there were some uh, some horses back in the day. There were definitely some guys on that team, and that one's the one that hurts. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, I I, uh, I got nothing for you on that. I just I know that one that one stung. Uh, did you, I, I sent you an article about um, people replacing Nick Saban. Do you want to do that tonight, or you want to just hold off on that? We can hold off on that, or do it. I don't give a shit either way. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll hold off on it. But I thought maybe we could take some calls tonight. Um, we can talk about a loss that stings because there are lots of losses right there that sting for uh for jackpot. That Navy one hurts really bad. As a <laughs> game, I remember, um, I remember the Gamecocks coming in and uh, uh, the kicker missing a field goal. The one where Clemson fans sent him death threats afterwards. I can't even remember the fucking kicker's name, but oh, Mr. Jad Dean, yeah, Jad Dean, yeah, that was his name. <clears throat> but uh, missing that field goal and that one, that one being the shits, losing at Duke yeah, as a Jad. Fucking 4,000 fans in the stands, like 2,700 of them are uh, Clemson fans, and we all had to walk out with our heads held in shame when you lose to fucking Duke. Had some pretty shitty losses there, but... Yeah, I remember that. Um, I remember that. Jad Dean missed the field goal uh, at the end, and the Gamecocks won that one. And then the next year, and the Clemson fans sent him death threats, and then the next year, uh, Mark Fuckholtz, hit the field goal at the end of that game and won it for Clemson and jackpot sent him death threats. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. I was about to say, at least you're honest. Uh, anyway, we'll take calls at 803-470-2905. If you would like to join the program this evening, um, some comments there. Uh, Beg, uh, Peg and Megan says, Bama ain't going after that boy when Saban leaves. Even they aren't that dumb. Kirby will be first on the list. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I honestly don't know. He may coach for 27 more fucking years. Wouldn't surprise me. I, Brandon I Coon said he was pissed now. about the 2011 home loss to Auburn. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Mm. Uh, they weren't any good that year. They was, were rebuilding after that mm. team full of cheaters. That they had in 2010 that won the damn national championship. They sucked um, in 2011, and we've found some way to lose to them. 
at home after I think Clemson had beaten them a few weeks earlier. If I'm not, maybe they. No, that was that was the Cam Newton team, right? No, this was the year after that. I, I'm pretty sure Clemson right. played them at home. I'm pretty sure they beat them. Um, so we're <laughs> like, <laughs> we got this, and uh, nah. Uh, Harry Leg says 2016 homecoming to Vandy. That caused Kirby to become a hard man. That was uh, the famous uh, Uncle Lou. You lost to Vanderbilt at home on homecoming video. Yeah, that one's kind of hard to explain. I mean, to be honest. But uh, yeah. anyway, we're taking your calls this evening. 803-470-2905. I did think it was interesting with what LeVon said about the gimmick offense today. And you know something else he told me off the air? And uh, th this kind of ties into some retro stuff. He said that the worst thing to happen to Todd Ellis was the run and shoot offense because he said that um, Ellis trying to run around and throw the ball just wasn't good for him. And he threw so many bad balls. But when he would actually was able to get set up, that it actually worked. But he said, Yeah, you know, I got some of him in this video too. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's plenty. <laughs> But no, <laughs> he, he, Ellis Ellis was a guy who could throw. I mean, there people thought a lot of Todd Ellis, but he had a season <laughs> where he threw like a shit ton of picks. So yeah, but I mean, to be fair, back in the day, I mean, football was different. I mean, you had more. Uh, you know, you didn't have as many receivers back then either. You didn't split four guys out back in 1986. I mean, you had two wide receivers, so I mean, it wasn't really. You know, that difficult to figure out what was happening there. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I just thought that was interesting that he mentioned that. But he, uh, yeah. NFL drafts tomorrow, too. If you guys want to talk about that, we can get into it. Oh, Bible Belt says that was a, yeah. This is a giant cock. Very good. <laughs> oh, it's sad. All right, 803-470-2905. I can only hope the Gamecocks have it in the uh, in the wheelhouse to fire that horrendous uh, basketball or baseball coach. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, look, I'm going to say this, and people are going to think, you know, Rob's being a Clemson fan here, but the depths that that program has fallen into from where they were, I mean, we're talking about <coughs> Within, I mean, in 2011, they won a national title, back-to-back yeah. -back national titles, 2010 and 2011, and they may not make the fucking SEC tournament this year. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I don't think that 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 any of us uh, enjoyed that uh, thoroughly as much as we should have. Yeah, it's 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 insane. It's insane that. Uh, how far that program has dropped off. And, you know, you can admire that program from afar if you're not a, a fan of it and just say, all right, look, this is what they did. And what Ray Tanner did was was great. But uh, speaking as a fan of a team who's never done anything <clears throat> worth a fuck once it gets to Omaha, you got to respect what the Gamecocks were. But now they're – and I'll tell you what, Clemson baseball fans are coming out now, especially on Twitter, talking about – you know, Clemson took us, they've won two straight ACC series. Do not set yourself up for what is coming because 
I, I sound like I'm the comrade talking here. Clemson doesn't play well in fucking June, and June is coming, and they may get their <coughs> their their, uh, their face fucked like a prostitute. I mean, it, it may happen. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Jetmex says you have fired their soccer coach. He was telling the girls they were fatties. <laughs> is that is Jetmex? Is that real? I mean, okay, terrific. How can you be? How can you be a fat person and be on the, uh, on the, uh, on the soccer team? That's a good I question. Think they probably were. I think he was probably just pissed, or just a dick. Sancho says, "Wish Tennessee was that good in baseball." Look, you are that good. Uh, you're this year. I mean, you haven't won in fucking June yet. All these wins that you have right now, Tennessee, they're great. Going down there, putting on Florida helmets and all that shit. But deep down in your heart. You know what comes, right? You're going to be a number one seed in the tournament. Uh, you're going to be hosting at home, and all the pressure's on you. So you have to perform in June, and that's what your baseball season's going to be made of because people will remember what Mississippi State did. What was it last year where they went into Omaha and won? All right, if you go into uh, you go in, if you make it to Omaha and you don't win, no one's going to give a fuck what kind of season you had. It's all about Maybe. Omaha. Brother, that's how it works. Megan Megan says kudos to USC Junior for putting diversity first. First NCAA team to have an albino starting quarterback. <laughs> now, I think we're the second, actually. <laughs> God damn it. Oh shit. <clears throat> Oklahoma. Maybe. Oklahoma hit it first. That's a good point. Uh, my Ross is Friday the 13th. South Carolina plays Kentucky in baseball. South Carolina loses to Kentucky. Fire the coach. Okay, Billy says, I could mess up a wet dream. You're probably right. I mean, you know, the Jetmex says, Vols had that hairless guy. I don't know who that is, Josh Dobbs. Oh, yeah, he had like the big ass forehead. Like they had to get a special helmet for him because his forehead, <laughs> his forehead was big enough that we could put a map on it. He he was out of style though because by the time he got here, everybody had map quests. But if he'd have been back like ten years beforehand, he would have been like a Swiss Army knife. You could have had a guy who could throw the ball and then put a map on his head, and you'd be good to go. His forehead was so big you could build a McDonald's on it. Yeah, McDonald's on it. That's true. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 470 2905 803 470 2905. Don't mention McDonald's on this show, Jackpot. Tennessee fans are going to be like, What the fuck? I'm loving it. 803 470 2905. 803 470 I'm not taking either one of those motherfuckers because neither one of them really impressed me. I would trade down and I would get more picks. That's what I would do. So, I mean, that's what I would do if I were the Patriots, <laughs> Patriots model of I've got the sixth pick. Let me trade down and get pick number 28 and 30. And then I'd, I'd trade those picks and get you know, a bunch of second round picks and then hope my scouts are correct because 
there isn't um I like the big offensive lineman from uh from Alabama. After that, yeah, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Uh anyway, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. That is the number to dial if you'd like to join us here on the Rob and Kale show this evening. Jackpot's smiling about something. What are you laughing at, Jackpot? Nothing. I'm just nothing. <laughs> Somebody, uh, I, I had a Clemson fan back and forth with me last night on Twitter. Oh, it was the, um, excuse me, the um, Twitter account Shadow of Death Valley <coughs> tweeted something at me about your predictions aren't exactly airtight, my friend. <coughs> and he had taken a little clip of one of my videos I made last year out on the back porch where I had that New York Jet shirt on, and I was like, I was talking about Clemson, and I'm like, uh, you're not winning in Columbia this year. You're just not. I'm like, I, I'm sorry that, you know, the ukulele and the, the Shipley are terrible and, and that you wasted scholarships on these two individuals that you should probably be able to take back. But the fact is you can't. But the fact is you're going to get your ass kicked the last Saturday in November, so just deal with it. And then the next clip you see is me uh, grabbing this Christmas tree. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> That's funny. And hey, so, go ahead. He said something about my predictions. He said your your predictions are somewhere between the Spurs Down Show and Nostra Dumbass. <laughs> That's pretty good. The best part's you with the tree. The um, yeah. Spurs Up Show dude was, I, I don't know, he, he records a pod, his podcast and he puts some stuff on YouTube every now and again, but the thing I saw was on Twitter and he was just getting absolutely roasted because he got on there. I don't know. They like to roast him for some reason. And he said something about, uh, he said the South Carolina program desperately, desperately desperately needs a win over Clemson. Then he said, they hate me now. Imagine when we start beating you. Imagine how unbearable I'll be now. You hate me? He said, I'm sorry. Life's good over here. Life's good. Right. Yeah, all right. whatever. Fuck that guy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> can I... Um... <laughs> Uh, there's someone that sent you uh, some messages. Can I can I read some of this, these messages? Is that going to bother you? No, not at all. All right. So people are talking about why we talk about Tennessee. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who this person is, but this uh, this is an actual message sent to Mr. Jackpot there. So you can see it. You can't see his name. It's blotted out there. But here's the message. And this is why I goof on you Tennessee fans, because some of y'all are soft as Charmin, because this is the messages that Jackpot gets. They Jackpot must be more approachable than I am, or more liked, or what the fuck ever, because I would I dare some Tennessee fan or any fan to come at me with this nonsense. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Here's the here's what he wrote. And I'm I'm reading it to you. I'm putting on my best. Uh, I'm not going to correct it. I'm not going to edit it. I'm going to read it like it's written. 
Damn, man, you and Rob must be really jealous of Tennessee. Only negative to say about them for what the static for the pushback. This isn't 2018 or 19. We won't suck this season. This offense of not even being there all to being top 25 offense is a game changer for us. Don't see why no one else sees it. Plus the Delph with a vet group with over 30 seniors who've been through a lot with at least two or three coach changes. Vols are bound to win and be back on top. It's sorry, only negative said. And if it ain't their team, Clemson and SC have enough to worry about not to suck it up and stink again to be downing the Vols on anything. uh, Just saying that negative always shit is sorry. I was even positive on your team, even though there aren't many in the first place. Uh, (laughs) That's what it says. Uh, There ain't many in the first place. Uh, Jackpot responds, why would Rob be jealous of Tennessee? His team has won two national titles since 2016. The last time his team played Tennessee, they beat the soul out of them, which he's correct. And he responds, because we will always outshine them as the big orange in the SEC. No one takes the ACC serious is football. Clemson is on the way down. Hell, Duke looks better than them. That's sad. In football, Duke looks more promising than Clemson, but Tennessee is in his mouth. Jackpot says, I'm not even sure Duke still has a football team. Then it gets better. Uh, They go back and forth a little bit about uh, Tennessee. And yeah, but then... Uh, Jackpot says your best running back left flunked out of school. How are you loaded? And then he goes, not DBs, just one corner spot that will be taken care of. We got the beast, the beast front seven this season for sure. Spelled F-O-R-S-U-R-E. No space. I'd rather have Will Muschamp than Tim Banks, but blacks get alone with blacks. This running back, Jabari Small, check out his highlight tape TD. Every play, every way, dude's been beast. Trust me, he isn't the only one. This is why I mock some of you Tennessee. What the hell? Not all of you, you, but some of you, because this is how some of y'all feel. Y'all are thinking, you know, Peyton Manning's still teabagging people. Or fucking, uh, who's the the quarterback that won the title? Was it T. Martin? T. Martin. You still think T. Martin's out there doing his thing. That's, That's why I mock you. Uh, shit like that. Oh, not all Tennessee fans are like that. Thank you, Mr. Boogie. But we get enough of them who think that they, they think their shit doesn't stink. Stop it. Stop it. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, look, look, it's real messages, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not making this up. <laughs> Jack, look, there you go. There's the one line right there. Can you see that? Blacks get alone with blacks. What the fuck are we doing here? So yeah, I'm gonna mock. I, I don't. I, I'm not gonna stop mocking. Not gonna do it. Some of y'all should take a lesson from Peg and Megan, and just say, you know what? Rob's gonna say some shit that's gonna piss me off, and it's best just to hit him back and then move on, instead of uh, getting in jackpots DMs and complaining about me. Because that's just funny as fuck. And I laugh my ass off every time I see it. 
So anyway, and I'm not mocking you, Sancho, or Aaron Brown, or even uh, Billy. Who else over there is a ten- Elijah's a Tennessee fan. Eric, uh, Eric Twyman. I know it's not y'all. I'm just saying that's why, because I've gotten some stuff from some folks too. Georgia fans were pissed at me for a while, but I think they've gotten over it. They won the national title, so they can just be like, they won the national title, so that stroke their ego a little bit lasts for a few yeah. years. Uh, Peg and says, didn't know Lance, Lance and Jasper had a brother who was a UT fan. Brock says, okay. I don't understand why UT fans think they're 10 times better than SC and will easily waltz into Columbia and get a win this season. I, I think that if you're a, a true Tennessee fan and you're honest with yourself, you're not going to think you can go on the road anywhere other than maybe, I don't know if Vanderbilt is on the road this year, and think that you can just walk into any SEC school and get a win. Well, I mean, to our, to their credit, I mean, South Carolina looked stupid last year when we went up there. Absolutely just like just absolute trash. I was well, so was embarrassed. Nothing. It was nothing that they did. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, God damn. I mean, you know, I mean, you knew they were what the fuck they were going to do. We were supposed to have a decent fucking defense. And we look, we're behind 35 nothing at the end of the fucking first quarter. But they end up not scoring but 45 damn points. So obviously you figured some damn shit out. I mean, why the fuck do you have to give up so many fucking points before you figured it out? Damn. Uh, I, w- I will say this about the Tennessee uh, offense. They're going to be a uh, – if you get behind, you're done. I-, I truly believe that. I don't think a lot of teams are going to be able to – if Tennessee jumps out to like a 17 nothing lead, you're going to have a problem. Not because they may stop you, but because they're going to continue to try to pile points on points. And uh, you're going to run into a problem. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And then they sit there and say, well, we, you know, we, we, we took our foot off the gas the, the last three quarters and put the backups in. Fuck, no, you didn't. Y'all don't have any damn backups. You don't have any damn depth. Look, look God dang. I, I, I think Shane Beamer is, a, a, is a, going to be a good coach, but I think he learned his lesson last year. Don't put your fucking – High school All-American uh, linebacker, defensive end, whatever the fuck Birch is, in there to throw the damn football. I mean, you no. have growing pains with every coach, but don't fucking do that. Just run the. I would give. I would have given the ball to Juju McDowell three times. <laughs> uh, fucking. Well, Kevin Harris was the one that was was uh had, had, it was the one that drove the damn ball down the field. Right. Whoever. I mean, if you're driving down Mercedes to the beach, why are you going to pull over when you get to fucking Conway and decide to just jump into the damn, uh, uh, I don't know, to the damn Rolls Royce and drive the rest of the way? Why don't you just take the damn Mercedes on in? Yeah, that that would be kind of the way to go. And even even if it's just a Honda Civic, that'll keep you going. Well, there you go. Megan Megan says there's hope for Tennessee fans. Every time Rob spends an entire offseason bashing a team, they go out and win the natty for the se- following season. Jacob Watson says here on Jack Ball with a chance to South Carolina beats Georgia next year. I don't know if you mean 2022 or you mean this year or you mean next year. I don't know about next year. I mean, but this year, I don't know. My son, Jack Pot Jr., seems to think 
that uh, South Carolina's winning in Columbia this year. Uh, we'll put that on the bookcase of accountability. But uh, Patty well, Reagan says there is there is hope for the Tennessee fans. Are you wanting to uh, put put it out there on the bookcase of accountability that Tennessee's winning the national title? No, is that where no. you want to go? Normally, you're sucking that Texas A&M penis. Now you're going to go get you some of that dirty Josh Heupel wiener. Is that which is that where you're going now? What which way are you going? Who the fuck are you a fan of? Jesus, ridiculous silliness, man. I, I, he's you trouble me as a fan sometimes. You really do. Uh, Harry Lake says Gamecocks always give the dogs their best shot. Well, doesn't everybody though? I mean, you're you're the best team in the East. You should get everybody's best shot. I mean, hell, Kentucky scored on you last year. They were fucking happy as shit about that. <laughs> anyway, Daniel says Tennessee is going to whoop up on USC. Let's all be honest. Talent's difference is big. Usher QB hasn't proven a damn thing. Wait a minute. Wait, hold the fuck on here for a second. You're implying that South Carolina has no talent? Is that what? is that where you're compared to Tennessee? Brother, oh my goodness. Jackpot, you want to defend your team or what? Daniel Gregory said Tennessee's going to whoop up on USC. Let's all be honest. Talent difference is big. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, what what I mean, what do you have that's talented? You got a decent quarterback. A Virginia Tech reject. Where's the rest of the talent at? They talk about the damn wide receivers. Uh, I ain't seeing it. I mean, your best quarterback, I mean, best running back flunked out of school. Never said that. We just have more. Huh? Quarterback hadn't proven a damn thing. He hadn't proven anything. The motherfucker threw for them 3,000 yards in 2020 in a COVID year. He's not any good, though. Year, jackpot. It was a COVID year. <laughs> I. I mean, would you rather have Spencer Rattler or uh, Hendon Hooker? I mean, because at most, I mean, what the fuck, man? I, I don't, I'm not buying that at all. So I got nothing. Tennessee best running back transfer to Louisville. Yeah. I mean, he, he, How'd that go? He was on the bench at Oklahoma. He, what, yeah, in 2021, he was on the bench for half the year. They benched him in favor of Durag, Caleb Williams, who went out there and beat Kansas. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Boom. Young man was lied to by stinking Lincoln, who knew he was on the damn way out. Yeah, it's stinking Riley. That's his name. But yeah, imagine this: well, you're do. judging, you're judging the judgment of a guy who said, "You know what? I'd rather live in California than Oklahoma." There's obviously something mentally wrong with this motherfucker. He'd rather live in California <laughs> than Oklahoma, and you're you're just you're thinking that guy who's making decisions is great. Okay, Daniel. Elijah, somebody said, um, where does it says? A lot. This year, I say Hendon Hooker, just because he played in the SEC for a year against elite defenses. 
but I think Rattler has a higher ceiling. Um, that that may be fair. Uh, I don't know if, I mean, what what elite defense did did he face in the SEC though, other than uh the the Georgia defense, and I guess Alabama. Wouldn't really very many other defenses that were like. Oh, Ball State says Jack Paw is awesome, even though he hates UT. I don't really hate anybody except Clemson, uh, to be honest with you. I mean, I just give him a hard time because, um, I mean, we're rivals in, in the conference. And so I found it really needs to beat them in order to move forward, as well as Kentucky. I mean, Clemson's the only team that I really just can't fucking stand. I mean, I hope they lose. I mean, I hope they lose in checkers next week. Someone says, is Hinder Hooker a preseason candidate for, for what, Billy? I'm not being a smartass. For what, the Heisman? Um, I, I, You know, there's Heisman odds out there. I don't know if he's on that list or not, but um, look, he's put up numbers in this system. So he may end up being, and once again, you're going to think I'm ripping Tennessee, but he may end up being like the quarterbacks from Texas Tech who put up big number, Graham Harrell. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, guys like that, that may or may not have been the best quarterbacks in the world, but they put up huge numbers because of the offense that they ran there. He may put up big numbers at Tennessee in that offense. Um, and uh, if you don't really, if if they look at it just from that perspective and he's looked at as a system quarterback, he may not get. He's not well-rounded. People think. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Aaron says Hooker is more proven than Rattler. Uh, Rattler has better arm talent. Okay. Fair enough. <clears throat> All right. 803-470-2905. Uh, Big Barney Ross says Will Levis is not a preseason Heisman candidate. Look, there are people that love Will Levis. I don't know who he's going to throw the ball to. There are people that love him. So... In Methville, uh, Harry, I hate the belly dragon, dr dead critter eating, cold blooded, stinking reptiles in Methville. Okay, <clears throat> I'm glad that you, you're with that. Um, Ray Lewis's son, oh, Jesus, okay. Well, jackpot, we've had a um, you have anything else you want to go over tonight? Hey, Rob, apparently Kentucky had an elite defense, yeah, sure, they did. <laughs> sure they did. I give Kentucky more shit than Tennessee, though. I think I give shit to everybody. Aaron says Hooker is a better decision maker as well. Only throwing three ITs in an offense in, in any offense is impressive. Yeah, you know, you have to look at the breakdown of that, though. How many shots did he take downfield? Um, and what I mean by that is that, um, you know, some of those interceptions may have been on deep passes down the field, too. His numbers may look better. So, I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Well, anyway, we've uh, had a pretty good show tonight. Jackpot, that video you've got is going to be loaded up here shortly, right? <clears throat> Yeah, I'm gonna try to finish that up. Uh, that is, uh, it's a compilation. I mean, this is from 1984-ish mm -hmm. to 1999. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. There, I don't have enough 
uh, a space or you know i like to break things up if i did that from 1984 until the present day i mean we'd be going for over an hour welcome into the program good evening what up rog and jackpot this is daniel gregory the one you like talking shit to but it's fine Hey, love y'all uh, guys. Show re respectfully. I talk shit to everyone, sir. Take a number. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, but let's be honest about Rattler. He ain't. He's not proven anything. Let's be honest. He threw for three thousand yards in a season, sir. That's not proving anything. Yeah. What he did. He so was three thousand yards means nothing. Last year, he was. He was on the bench. bench because they thought that he. I mean, Lincoln Riley, who was so stupid that he thought going to Southern Cal. To avoid playing in the SEC, let's just be honest. He didn't want to go play in the SEC. That's oh, basically agree. what it boils down I think to. Lincoln Riley, okay, so I think Lincoln you're, you're taking the judgment of Lincoln Riley, who said, I'd rather go to California and pay 10 times the taxes and live there over being at Oklahoma and having a one-way road to the playoff because they don't really play anybody that's worth a shit most of the time, maybe one game a year. That I'm going to leave this and go play, go out to Southern Cal where no one gives a fuck. You're going to take his decision over Spencer Rattler. I mean, come I, on. I man. don't have to take his decision. All I've got to do is look at Spencer Rattler's stats from last year. Did you watch any of Oklahoma's games? Even though I we watched, watched Oklahoma, I understand. He, he had twice watched, as many touchdowns as he did interceptions. <laughs> well, that's good. Did you watch his freshman no. year where he lit up Florida like a Christmas tree? Did you remember that game? I, I, I did. I do remember that game. Okay. But guess so it's what? Not, it's not like he's distressed. a bum. No, he's he's not a bum, but he's not a world beater either. Mm -hmm. Which, well, I, I, which know, I understand South Carolina wants to pump him up to be, you know, they're, they're getting pumped for the season. They're wanting to make him out. Wait a minute. He's, he's, the highest, he's the highest rated quarterback to ever step foot on the Gamecock campus. So, yeah, so of course, South Carolina is going to be pumped about him. I understand that. Yeah. But you, you got Hendon Hooker, who's developed into a good quarterback for that gimmick system, uh, off the, <laughs> the wood pile at Virginia there's that, Tech. There's that word again. It's a gimmick. 11 year oh NFL God. veteran told me the same thing today. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick offense. Oh, my. Again, I'll, I'll I'll take a gimmick offense that's putting up forty points a game. You damn right. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah but when the defense is giving up forty five, we didn't give up forty five to South Carolina, did we? Hey, let me, never let me said, never said they did. Many, they did to Purdue. Games, and I, I'm not being a smartass. How many games? Tennessee won what seven games last year? Yep. Yes. Can you imagine if Shane Beamer didn't have that momentary brain fart? where he's like, I'm going to let Jordan Birch throw the ball. And he actually ran that ball into the end zone with Kevin Harris, and maybe South Carolina sneaked out that win. Y'all be like, man, I don't know too much about this guy right at this point. You imagine if, if, if Shane Beamer didn't have that brain fart and they actually ran that ball in there and South Carolina was able to, to gut out a win at Tennessee. Y'all wouldn't be feeling too confident about that. Y'all would have won your bowl game though here. because you didn't you didn't play. Uh, I mean, you you wouldn't have played Purdue because you would have been in the what the uh, no you wouldn't have made a bowl. Would they they made a bowl? Yeah, you'd have been probably in the uh, you know you'd probably been playing Western Kentucky and you might have beat them seventy three to forty eight or something <laughs> like that. You might have. No, they just they just still put us in the Music City Bowl. They know where the money is. That thing that thing turned into a, that was a fourteen point swing. 
with the, the Jordan Burch interception. Yeah, that was a very dumb play call by South Carolina. I was actually sitting in the first row by uh, DJ Sterl the Pearl for Tennessee, their DJ, and we were drunk and getting lit. Let me tell you, I I we had we had a photo of uh, two uh, young Tennessee gentlemen sharing a beer. So apparently, y'all y'all can't afford any beer. <laughs> that's that's real. That was there was a picture of two Tennessee fans, uh, and I I actually had the video of them. They they ESPN put the camera on them and they're they're sharing a tall boy in the stands. It's like oh my you god, motherfuckers can't buy shit, buy a beer. What the hell's they, wrong with you? They do that shit to us on purpose. They they probably do, but it wasn't really a good look, sir. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for having me on your show. I just like to I just wanted to call and give Jack Paul a hard time. I I actually hope that South Carolina has a good season. I actually like South Carolina outside of playing Tennessee. I enjoyed I enjoy their atmosphere and at their home stadium. That shit's sick. I, I tell you what, if you come to Williams Bryce Stadium, I know plenty of fans there. You don't have to share a beer. They will give you your right. own beer. You don't have to share with anybody else. So you know, just saying. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Brock says drunk on moonshine and mustard. <laughs> God damn. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. All right, final call for calls, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Brandon's repeating what I said earlier. Rattler's the only five-star quarterback South Carolina's ever had. So, yeah, there's that, too. There's that, too. All right, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Jackpot, you've been after me to get Gamecock guests for my show. I'm working on a friend of mine knows Ryan Brewer. I might get Ryan Brewer on my show. That, that, that's wow. A, there's a Gamecock that you enjoy. When he yes, sir. Ohio State. I remember that game. I was actually at that game. So there you go. Jackpot uh, wants some Gamecock guests on the show. I might, I might be working on that. We'll see how that works out. Um. All right. Well. I think that's pretty much it, Jackpot, unless you've got something else. Uh, be be tuned in for Jackpot's new video dropping on the channel here shortly, especially if you're a Gamecock fan. I'm sure that's going to be, what are we calling it? Heartache and hurt? Or you picked oh, the five. No, no. Leave me, Lucille. <laughs> I, I still haven't figured that out yet. Nah. Uh, Got to figure that out. Um. Uh, Josh Herpes gimmick offense on to do as well this year. Oh, Jacob says he wants to call. We'll wait on Jacob's call and then we're going to go. Hurry up, Jacob. 803-470-2905. On the show here. By the way, this show is going to be uh off the charts during football season, man. Once we get Oh yeah, no doubt. That are, that are uh it's going to be lights out during football season. No doubt. Really, really looking forward to the football season. It's going to be great. No All right, you got 90 seconds to call here there, buddy. Jacob, no if you want to join the program. Vol Steak with a good comment. Brandon Kuhn, if Josh Heupel was the South Carolina coach, you would love him too. Uh, Jacob I love Will Muschamp for a time, so I can get into that. You love Will Muschamp for about two days. You, I mean, pe- people have recovered from COVID faster than your love for Will Muschamp. 
Justin wants to know the spread for the Birmingham Stallions in New Orleans. I have no clue. I haven't watched uh, the USFL spread stuff this week. I'll give those picks on the line. I'm going there. Uh, I'll go in there when I'm done and finish this part three of the uh, this this new Netflix, this John Wayne Gacy special. Are you are you watching that? I have I've heard that it's good. I am watching. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think every network, all these streaming networks, all of them have to do a Gacy special. Last year, Peacock did one. I mean. I like the thing they did on uh, the, the the Dr. Death podcast where uh, they had um, Steve Alex Dr. Alton Death Williams. The no, the Dr. Death, the guy that was doing all the back surgeries and killing people. And he was he like he, he like left. Uh, this is a true story where it was a doctor in Texas that he was cutting open people's backs and sewing them back up with like fucking tools left in their back. I mean, just insane. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it's actually, I mean, it, it's the gist of the story is, is that uh, he kept saying, you know, I'm a great doctor, blah, blah, blah. And they finally started putting in things where doctors can be held accountable. So, yeah. Uh, Jacob says, tell Daniel Gregory to show up on Sunday. I mean, goddamn, call him out right there. They, uh, I Brad- mean, they, they actually had some pictures on Netflix. Of, I mean, I've never seen these before. And I've watched documentaries about him before. They had like pictures like laid out on the table of like evidence, the like stuff they'd gotten from his home. And, I mean, there was, you know, locks with fucking keys and shit and handcuffs that he used and uh, all these other torture devices. And dude, that was a fucking dildo. I'm not shitting you. The thing had to have been that long with balls on the end of it and everything. Like a damn baseball bat. And I'm like, God. I didn't know Gacy was a Clemson fan. Was was it a home wrecker like uh, from the Mazad cast? I think it was a home wrecker. <laughs> I think it was a damn it was a damn a damn county destroyer. Yeah, uh, those things will end a marriage really quick. The story behind the home wrecker, too, for really quick before we go to our caller here, go and Google the Mazad cast home wrecker. But uh, Caleb from the Mazad cast, like I think he went to his girlfriend's house. And sat on the couch and like like this home wrecker, which is what he called this massive dildo, poked him in the, in the butt. And he pulls it out from the couch cushions and is like, well, what the hell is this? It's like as big as his arm. Well, <laughs> this thing that this one that this one that fucking Gacy had, I mean, this thing, I mean, it looked like a fucking softball bat mm-hmm. with balls. Yeah. With balls. Uh, welcome into the program. Good evening. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. This is Texas A&M fan. How are you, sir? Hey. We're doing all right over here in Texas. Hey, uh, I got uh, a little snippet today that uh, Jimbo's uh, uh, advocating a uh, 16-team playoff. Uh, I mean, how, however he can get into it. I mean, he he, want, he can call himself a playoff participant then. I don't know. Eight, eight and four yeah, in the well, SEC might get you into the playoff if there's sixteen teams. I could buy that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I can see. I I just saw that uh, on the news today, so I'm like, well, maybe that's uh, not a bad idea. Hey, let me ask you something, there, Texas A&M fan. As an outsider, do you think the Tennessee offense is a gimmick offense? 
Yeah, ten, uh, yeah, Tennessee's no problem at all. They're weak. They're, they don't. They can't sustain drives. I mean, the last time we played them, they it was they were like a high school team. I, they're pitiful, man. They are pitiful. Very good point, sir. I mean, the only people who don't think it's a gimmick offense are the Tennessee fans. So God bless them. Yeah, Tennessee's back way, way back. Tennessee was decent, but they've got problems in their administration, and they got you know they've got other problems. But their football team, uh, you know, they got a couple guys out there. But you got to have twenty four players, or you you can't play at the uh, D one level. They're they're well, not even let, a D one team, I don't think. Now you you are a resident of Texas, right? How long have you lived in Texas, sir? Forty nine years. All right, so you are a veteran of Texas. Now, Peg and Megan wants to move to Texas, I believe. I don't think they're going to let him in there if he's wearing those goddamn skinny jeans. That's not going to happen, is it? Don't you have somebody from the Texas Rangers at the state Yeah, so that they can uh, monitor and make sure that people don't, uh, don't, uh, don't come in with those skinny jeans on? Yeah, most of the people out here like that, they stay in the closet. They don't ever come out. Why we just uh, well, good kinda, point, you know. sir. <laughs> All right, well, uh, hey, no, I, yeah, I, yeah. Hey, uh, I was wanting to see if y'all uh, give me a prediction on the base uh, baseball series this weekend between South Carolina and A and M. South Carolina goes uh, Owen uh, goes uh, or Alabama beats South Carolina three to Dick. In three games, no, yeah, the, South Carolina's playing Alabama this weekend, so they're not playing A and M. But um, yeah, Alabama sucks. Oh, never mind. That's not a prediction. That's reality. Not a reality. It's a. It's not a spoiler. It's reality. Yeah. No, we, I, we, I, I, go ahead. Uh, yeah, this weekend, uh, that guy that uh, won the uh, Player of the Year of or not Player Player of the Weekend, he came in. He came in in the, like the ninth in, or the eighth inning with uh, like two men on with nobody out on second, third, and struck out the side. And then uh, the next inning, is, uh, he, he got him out of a jam. But when you put – when Arkansas puts two players in scoring position with no outs and you strike out the side, of course, we were at home. I mean, they couldn't have done that in Arkansas. But this kid, they gave him like player of the week. For, I mean, this guy's like a cool customer, man. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, I'm not very, uh, I'm not feeling it very far with the, uh, with the Gamecock baseball team and Clemson's the shits too. So we're just a shit stand. And I didn't realize the, the it, best... but I, I, I yeah. never did this before, but I pulled up, I pulled up their baseball uh, roster and half the players or more are from like grad transfers. I didn't know the transfer portal. You could do that. And ba- I guess in baseball, you can do the transfer portal also. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can. Um, the highest ranked baseball team at our state is at Wofford. They're ranked number 22 in the country. And the only people who know where Wofford is are, are myself and Jackpot and maybe Boogie over here. Uh, Did Taylor and Mann play them this week? They play them, uh, I think, is it tonight or tomorrow night? I think it's tonight. Yeah, I think they're playing tonight. Let's see if how the Clemson baseball team did. I'll look it up right now. The, da, 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 they were playing the 22nd ranked Wofford Terriers. What is it? Go Bulldogs, go, go Terriers, go, whatever the fuck it is. And yeah, they uh, maybe Clemson gets another win over a ranked team. Let's see how it happens. According to Clemson Twitter right now, they won. Clemson 17 won. To four. 
Oh, look at that. By God, everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Everything is awesome. Anyway. Our Whopper was overrated. Everybody knows that. Probably so. All right, Texas A&M Definitely. fan. Appreciate you, buddy. All right, y'all. Have a good evening, gentlemen. I'll call y'all later. All right, man. See you later on. All right, there you go, jackpot. It's a it's it's a great way to go. Clemson wins. Elijah says he knows where Wofford is. Good for you, Elijah. I thought you guys. I mean, with all the, I know you guys had that capability out there in Tennessee. Well, you don't want to go. Wofford's uh, a nice little campus, do you? But you don't want to go half a mile to the to the left and the right of it. I tell you that. Yeah, the only thing, uh, the only <laughs> thing that in Wofford that you want to go. Uh, in, Go to the Beacon. Go to the Beacon Drive-In. I like the Beacon. Of course I do. All right, Jackpot. Good show, man. We'll see you guys later on. All right, gang of